0: The following message is brought to you by the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity. To learn more about the Ezra Institute's mission to advance the Lordship of Christ, please visit www.ezrainstitute.ca.
1: Holy War. They've lost the swords and the shields, but they've got wit and a bit of wisdom. Now this is where religion and the public square meet. So we have Justin Trottier, arguably Canada's leading atheist, and Scott Masson, one of the most prominent evangelical leaders in the country. And I mean that seriously, you're both people of of, uh, uh, great opinion and reputation. Pleasure to have you here. Uh, We're going to start with chatting about uh, my monologue, and that is OECTA, the Catholic Teachers Union and the Pride Parade. Let's have a clip, please. It's like good, clean fun to me. Now, uh, Justin, let's begin with you, because I think you have strong views about the Catholic system in itself. But if it is a Catholic system, if if it's not going to be Catholic, get rid of it. If it's a Catholic system, you can't surely have union members marching in the prior parade directly
2: contradicting
1: Catholic teaching.
2: Well, the union says it doesn't contradict Catholic teaching. They're wrong. Well, I think that there is an interesting debate happening within the Catholic school system. I'm an observer to that debate, yeah. but I definitely see that there are, there are factions and that it's not a, a clear-cut case one way or the other. Certainly the Cardinal, Thomas Collins, uh, a number of bishops, have tried to put pressure on OECTA to uh, not participate. And by the way, for the last several years, they've passed motions supporting the, yeah. the Pride. Like, this this just is just the first time, exactly, that they're actually I, If,
1: if there, there was a group uh, within your organization, and they said, God made everything. Jesus is his son. You, you might say, well, that's an interesting group, but they, they would not reflect the teaching of your organization. You might not agree with Catholicism, but the Catholic Church, whether you like it or not, has strong views about homosexuality. It doesn't approve of the gay lifestyle. The, the teachers' union, they're being teachers, they're being union activists, but they're not being Catholic.
2: Well, they are union activists, that's true, and they're teachers, and many of them are actually Catholic parents. So we, we certainly have a they're group married. of Catholic parents well i 'm sure among those Catholic teachers, many of them are Catholic parents. The, the petition that was signed by about one thousand Catholic parents opposing mm-hmm. participation in the Pride World Pride is being used as though it 's representative of all Catholic parents. I think rather there 's a debate between Catholic parents I agree with that and many teachers in fact. Those who I would describe as frontline workers working day in, day out with the students are very supportive, generally speaking, yeah. of gay students. It's often the trustees who are more distant and the bishops who are more distant you still. You could be right post- in that, but look, the reality is probably very much what, what Justin says. However, if
1: the Catholic Church has a, 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 a teaching system and a teaching belief, either apply it or don't. Uh, it's quite clear that the teaching of the Church is no to, to the gay lifestyle. The OECTA members are saying we disagree with it. Have the courage to leave the system and go into the public system.
0: Well, that seems to be a matter of integrity. I would certainly agree with that. The other issue that I raised this morning, uh, we happened to talk about this earlier, was that uh, basically these are... This is one of Justin's points. These are publicly paid, and they're effectively public servants working in the public system. Well, as public servants, they ought to be upholding the law of the land, and as has been brought to light by Sam Soteriopoulos... We have men and women parading naked in the Pride parade, which is an offense against the uh, Canadian uh, Criminal Code, and quite frankly, that no public servant ought to be participating in such a parade. Mm-hmm. I think that itself is, a, is, a, is scandalous. Now the I agree fa- with you. I know that you agree with me this said. morning, but, but the point here is that it, why is any union involved in propagating or up supporting uh, what effectively is public immorality? Uh, funded by the public purse as well, and they themselves are funded by the public purse. How, how can it be that our country cannot see clearly on yeah. this? I find it extraordinary. But
1: if there was... No, and I, I, I have huge problems with the nudity and so on, and some of what, what goes on, and I, and I think a lot of gay people do as well. But putting that aside, and let's be honest about this. I said this in my monologue. If there was no nudity, if everybody was dressed like me, or far better than me, I'm sure... <laughs> You'd still disagree, as would of course. I, because the Catholic Church, you may disagree with it, but that's what it teaches. This is the Catholic system. If you want to be part of that, adhere to that. If not, leave, go elsewhere.
0: We have the point. Yes, I, I, t- I totally agree with that. The point here is simply there, there's a there's a double standard with respect to uh, how Christians are treated and how those that oppose them are treated. Those okay. Christians are expected to adhere to the law and they actually do so those that oppose them are allowed to breach the The law without...
2: No, and I agree with it. I've said so before. I would rather see both uh, uh, Catholic teachers and uh, public school teachers come together, support gay pride, but oppose the violation of the law, oppose the nudity. I think, and I've said this before, the nudity actually is often used as... And I think it's happening here as a bit of a red herring to distract us from the main from the main issues at hand. Okay. But it's, but in a sense, it's a fair red herring because laws are <coughs> being violated. Let's as leave defense. red
1: herrings, fair or not, aside because I mean, there's so many sort of Freudian slips there. Uh, Earth Day. Uh, now that's uh, that's today. It's also Lenin's birthday. Vladimir Julianov, founder of uh, Soviet communism and, and mass murderer. Let's have a clip of Earth Day, please. <laughs>
2: I think I prefer the pride parade, frankly, but uh, it's pagan, isn't it, Justin? Uh, well, I'm sure that's one interpretation, but I mean, look. Earth, worship it, of the earth, of soil, <laughs> well, it's not of worship nature. worship of the earth. I mean, you could see it that way, certainly. But even for, for many Christians, there is, there is a, a healthy respect for the earth. There is a sense yeah. that we're connected to the earth, that God has given us Stewardship or dominion—you know—you can use your term. No, what it? No, but all I'm saying is it doesn't necessarily follow that you must be a, a pagan or a neo-pagan to appreciate in, Earth Day. In it's accomplished inte- intelligent, some good
1: sensitive care for the environment is one thing. Absolutely. Earth Day, having
2: a special day dedicated to Mother Earth, is something entirely. But look different. at what Earth Day's led to. It's led to a, an emphasis on recycling. You know, when, when That's Earth, it? before Earth Day, what, that was one of their first big priorities. Before Earth Day, 1970, recycling was virtually unheard of. Now it's unheard of, really, not to recycle. Earth Day and other projects Projects, not just no, Earth Day. I don't think Earth Day, Earth Day has anything effect. to do with that.
0: No, Earth Day began, as you noted, on April 22nd, 1970, which was the 100th anniversary of Vla- uh, Vladimir Lenin's birthday. And it was, it was, it was presented she by was the theater. communists yeah. uh, as a celebration of Lenin. Now, So in other words, didn't it's... not that
1: man who started, didn't he murder his girlfriend and compost
0: her body or something? I didn't know that, but... Uh, well, let's say, that she, let's
1: say he did anyway. It <laughs> sounds
0: good, and I'll, I'll, I'll go <laughs> with this interesting story. But, but what we note is that the Earth Day has been embraced by the cultural left and primarily with the collapse of the Soviet Union it has become the front for cultural Marxism, mm-hmm. as has, uh, as has uh, gay pride movements, as has the environmental movement. It's become, see... it's become a, a <laughs> soft way for the slow march of the left through the institutions of every country in the West. Uh,
2: I look at some of the projects that Earth Day has helped us bring about. I mentioned recycling, alternative energy, um, uh, sharing tips for living a more conservation-friendly lifestyle. <laughs> I, I, don't, necessarily, I d- don't necessarily see a conspiracy behind any of this. Well, Maybe of course there you are don't. some it's people who are motivated by neo-paganism or communism, as you say, but you certainly don't have to embrace a secular religion, as you describe it, to think it's important to protect the planet and to enjoy Earth Day
0: But the threat reason. to the planet, which is allegedly catastrophic, has been trumpeted for four decades now. Global warming, which since 1997 there's been no indication is actually happening, is presented as an imminent catastrophe that must be addressed, and it must be addressed through the reallocation of resources from the rich countries, to well, the poor, because of I, the terrible damage to the environment. And that's again, an important
2: it's, but a separate debate. When it's Earth not Day a was separate debate in the if you actually see it as the priorities cultural not, Marxism. We're not about raising awareness about climate change. It what was is it, recycling, what, conservation,
0: what the environmental, environmentalism, There is an aspect of the environmental movement which I will embrace and endorse. As you know, we've talked about this already. On the other hand, there's an, an element of it which is there almost explicitly to bankrupt the West. It has added billions uh, and billions of dollars to the year. I, I think the Heritage Foundation I'm reading here uh, has estimated in the next two decades it will cost the U.S. economy two point two three. And
2: the cost of not dealing with pollution and the health effects that Allegedly. it... That it... Well, pollution is not alleged. Climate no, change, we hard. can debate, but the pollution isn't. The health effects are staggeringly high in Gentlemen, terms of... Gentlemen, have a great day. When
1: we come back, many issues, one of which will be uh, David Cameron, British Prime Minister, who has routinely attacked Christians over the last few years, now says we've all got to be Christian, and it has nothing to do with trying to win the next election. I'm <laughs> totally sure. Part two of Holy War with uh, Justin Trotty and Scott Masson. Now, um, this issue is very interesting because David Cameron, the British Prime Minister... Uh, has has said that Britain is a Christian country and Christians should be more evangelical. I don't think he means fundamentalist, but uh, stronger about their faith. It has to be said, David Cameron, as Prime Minister, has routinely rejected Christian demands. He pushed through same-sex marriage when many many people, including gay Tory MPs, said, don't do this. But now his votes are rather hemorrhaging, particularly to a party called UKIP, the United Kingdom Independence Party, who are pushing the, the, the Christian ticket. And suddenly David Cameron's
2: gone all Christian. Let's have a look. Today, 2,000 years on, Easter is not just a time for Christians across our country to reflect, but a time for our whole country to reflect on what Christianity brings to Britain. All over the UK, every day, there are countless acts of kindness, carried out by those who believe in and follow Christ.
1: And there are countless acts of kindness in Britain and here, carried out by people who don't believe in Christ. I don't believe him for a moment. I think he's being a politician. But let's talk about countries being Christian. Britain, Canada is very similar. Are they Christian countries?
0: They certainly arguably are. I would say that they are. I would say that they are, first of all, simply because the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, and the nations belong to him. So in that sense, all nations belong to him. But more specifically in terms of historical identity, you can see in, in both Britain and in Canada, in its laws, in its, uh, in its uh, heads of state, in its, yeah. all of its acts... In the, it's understandings of freedoms, of integrity, of persons, of equality before the law. These are all Christian identity markers, so most certainly are. On the other hand, I agree with you here that the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. David Cameron, he'd be very happy to be in the pride parade, and mm-hmm. apparently we may see him there.
2: So, I think Canada and the UK are, are pluralistic, multicultural nations. Uh, one of the things that concerns me is we saw just a few years ago in 2011 some, some really vicious riots in London and in other cities in, in community areas that are disproportionately immigrant, uh, rather poor, often minorities. And I wonder if this kind of message isn't, rather than uniting people together, creating more division. And it was division that was largely responsible for those Justin, riots. Justin, I know these areas extremely like, well. But like they're,
1: they're not immigrant. If you mean Tottenham where it started, which I know like the back of my hand, um, minority, yes. I mean, there's a black underclass and a white underclass. Um, the vast majority would call themselves vaguely Christian. I don't think this is at all pertinent
2: to what happened there. No. I mean, what
1: he's saying is is a certain base identity to the, the, the Western world, Canada, Britain, the U.S.
2: Well, my concern is about having a pluralistic country where you have a head of state who makes comments that suggest that there is a hierarchy of citizenship as though if you're a believer in Christ, you are a first-class citizen. If you're,
1: is that what he said? He said nothing, I I said nothing of the
2: sort. I Justin. think that's open to interpretation, and certainly right. we've had a, a number of leading Britain scientists, philosophers, authors, and others who have said, this is how we interpret this, and we think a lot of the public you mean the will see it the, the same way. Yeah. Uh, uh, did letter. you see yeah.
1: who signed that letter? Because first of all, it's was interesting that Richard Dawkins wasn't Philip there. Philip and Yeah, uh, an atheist Cratchit. novelist, a couple of comedians who, sure. say, who say the F word over and over again when they mention Jesus. Oh, but right. That was hardly... AC the, Grayling. That was, I've just written no, piece about grading for Stanford. That was hardly the, 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 the creme de la creme of British society, Justin. No.
2: They were the usual suspects. Leading authors and philosophers? I, well, who I, are these I don't leading authors? I, I'm not saying that they are better than average Britons, but I think that they are certainly recognizable figures. I, have think some it, I, I think it was
0: rent
1: an atheist mob
2: as usual, frankly. Well,
0: it was more or less, and it was the, the typical posture of the left, which is to claim uh, that they've been uh, offended, and therefore this ought not to be said. Uh, Mr. Cameron, as much as I think he is a bit of a buffoon, uh, was saying nothing I like call this. That. He's a clever man. I still think he's a buffoon. I'm not saying he's not clever, but on the other, uh, uh, well, what I am saying is that I, I don't think he was doing anything like identifying a hierarchy of citizenship. In the UK, he was simply announcing a historical reality and he was speaking from that.
2: The debate has largely been about the appropriateness of these comments. And, and I, entirely
0: appropriate. I, I, I wanna, and entirely well, accurate.
2: That's, that's what I would disagree with you on. I certainly think that um, uh, talking about his personal conviction, he said some other remarks about the healing power of his faith in his personal life. That's perfectly fine. I actually have no problem with politicians talking about their personal faith. I have no problem with heads of state talking about the history of their nation, and religion certainly has a role in that. But he said something about... Britain should be evangelical about Christianity. Right. That, that's what gives me pause. What does he actually mean by that? Well,
1: that's a very <laughs> good question. It, he doesn't mean it, I think, in the American sense of evangelical Christianity. No, he does be part of. He, he means evangelical in spreading the faith and being prouder of the faith. Well, the leader of the opposition, the leader of the Labour Party in Britain, is Jewish. I don't think in any way Cameron was saying to him, you're, you're not equal to me. No, he's uh, saying he that many Muslim and Jewish members of, of, of his government. What he's saying is there is a Christian foundation to Britain, as there is to Canada, and rather than retreating from it, and um, being frightened of critiquing Islam, uh, but having fun with bashing Christianity, maybe we should just say there are some wonderful things about the Christian foundations of, of our society.
0: And it's extraordinary that a, a, a prime minister of a country like the UK cannot articulate something publicly without, being, without having a petition of all things from these, uh, these people who want their names in the press, quite frankly. It's absurd. Well, I mean, you may they, not agree with him, but...
2: If but they feel isolated by those comments, well, I, think, I think... These it's a, it's it's a fair way to express... It, in Great look, he has the, right. You're defending his right to express himself. W- that letter was to other look, people's but, but right I have to, to, I have
1: to say, uh, Professor Grayling... Um, who has his own university where he charges exactly. $35,000 a year for people to study there? <laughs> He's hardly isolated from anything. However, speaking of isolation, and uh, Bill Watcott and Peter LaBarbera were arrested at Regina University um, for trespass, but I think it was really because of the nature of what they were saying. We probably have a clip.
2: Unfortunately, we've uh, progressively been uh, been uh, losing the freedom to speak on these moral issues from a Christian point of view, and uh, so yeah, this is, this is unfortunately the fallout. Mm.
1: Well, if you're speaking about the gay issue from a Christian point of view, I am a pickled herring, as they say. However, he has a right to be wrong. I don't agree with the, the way he approaches things. I think he's harsh. I think he's, he's rude. I think he damages, actually, the, the cause of moral conservatism. But he has a right to, it. I resent the fact that the police come in, take him away, and students applaud as his freedom of speech is curtailed.
0: Well, I mean, and again, we've talked about this repeatedly on this program. There's a, there's a double standard here. Had he represented what the cause is near and dear to the political left, he, he would be, uh, he would be uh, marched behind by these, by these crowds, and he certainly would not be arrested. But if he's uh, someone like Ann Coulter or something and speaks on campuses, quite frankly... Uh, they're looking for an excuse to lock him up. And I I think it's outrageous that that, that Canadian political life Mm. is now marked by this uh, hysteria in the left, which basically cries go get him, and they do go get him. Of course, it's, he
1: also wants to be locked up. That's well,
0: there's an element of that. That may well be the case, but quite frankly, that's that's irrelevant to the point. The point is, yeah, as agree, you said, that I he agree. ought to be able to say what he says. Yeah. Without he, does, he brings
2: it on himself, but I think he's a minor figure in this. The, the larger concern I have is the trend that we're seeing, where, yes, when you have people come in and say things <laughs> that are that are uh, anathema to, to the left, very often it is from the left, you have uh, student unions Always. and other... Uh, members of of, of their left wing organization allies who invoke the same kind of arguments that in the past it's often been the conservative groups who have said that they believe in free speech, but when it becomes hate speech or when it creates dangerous spaces on campus, we've heard that rhetoric, then that's when free speech goes too far. And it's interesting to me, as somebody who's more in the middle, observing what the left and the right at the extremes do, they, they often invoke the same kinds of, I think, faulty arguments to justify censorship. I mean, when, they mean,
1: when did the I mean, I, I look, I, I, I've seen the right at work and the idea that it's exclusive to the left is simply a misreading of, of power. And the left have relative power at this point on campuses and so on. But when was the last time the right stopped people, people from speaking their mind?
2: Well, I could go to uh, uh, examples further in history, the Vietnam War protests that, oh, that attempted a to be censored. before <laughs> M- you were born. McCarthyism, Justin. and more uh, recent examples yeah. that I know quite well cool because answer. I was censored when I tried to put up atheist ads by largely conservative groups, by conservative media outlets, uh, by so a number of cities in terms that were, of quantity that were quality, pushed to do that, by conservative communities, by a conservative mayor. So yeah, conservatives and Christian conservatives are, mm. are just as right. readily able Again, it reflects the censorship censorship It reflects the, the cultural
0: Marxism that I talked about earlier that is rife on campuses. Uh, They're pl- right. the cl- politically correct. I don't disagree with you. I'm just we saying. We have to break, but I don't have Marxism culture at all. I think it's very, anyway. Gentlemen,
1: always interesting. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this message brought to you by the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity. Please feel free to share it with friends, but do not charge for or alter the material in any way without the express written consent of the EICC. Thank you.